Welcome to End of the Line. I'm Jim Anderson, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, as electric vehicle technology matures, it's looking more and more like the internal combustion engine technology that it replaces. Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.com TV today. You know, we talk a lot about self-driving cars here at Engineering.com and for good reason. It's the hottest technology of the decade for one, and it's an area where multiple players are racing for the lead, or more accurately racing to be first to deliver an actual self-driving solution. Now, the Chinese company Baidu Apollo has thrown their hat into the ring, launching a level 4 robotaxi system in a Beijing suburb. They join Cruise in San Francisco and Waymo in Phoenix as service providers of truly driverless taxis, although under controlled conditions. Now, no matter what the system, they all operate under restrictive conditions, whether it be visibility or the spatial limitations of their geo-fenced and carefully mapped operating zones. Now, Tesla is going after a universal solution using machine vision to eliminate the need for extensive mapping and geofencing, but their autopilot product has been delayed for years and has at least one foundational rewrite and it's still in beta. Now, five years ago, industry experts predicted that the problem would have been solved by now, but some experts now feel that we're still a decade away. Why? Now, I've already commented on potential regulatory issues, but in technological terms, there's traditionally been two schools of thought. One is to give the taxi an inbuilt map of its environment so it already knows where it is and infills local transitory information through sensors, like people in traffic. Now, the other is to use an onboard AI to take real-time sensor data and make decisions the way human drivers do. The geofenced solution well, it reduces the demand on algorithms. Now, knowing where you are at a moment in time is a big part of solving any driving problem. The Tesla machine vision approach emulates what humans do. But the neuroscientists are not really sure how we do what we do behind the wheel, and its computational load is significantly heavier. The Baidu-Apollo approach is interesting. While their initial system looks a lot like the cruise concept, Apollo is working on citywide traffic management systems that link thousands of vehicles to central controllers through the cloud. Now, for a robotaxi, an interesting way to lighten the computational load and reduce the chance of an accident is by controlling the other cars in the intersection or on the roadway. With every car avoiding every other car, edge cases should be less likely and overall system safety should improve. Now, I can see this working in China, but I have difficulty imagining how a western city could mandate total central control of every vehicle, even in a congested downtown core. So does this give the Chinese company the advantage? Now, we don't know, but barring some breakthrough in processor technology or AI algorithms, I think we're a decade at least from SAE Level 5 self-driving. And there's a very real possibility that it may not reach human levels of scale in our lifetime. But I hope I'm wrong. Well, that's it for this week's episode of End of the Line. To check out these podcasts as videos, visit engineering.com TV. If you like this show, consider joining engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. Thanks for tuning in.